one. And we're now live. Uh, Valentina, thank you for joining me today. It's a great honor to host you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This is, uh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Like I said, uh, I'm a little bit nervous, but I think you calm my nerves already by just saying, just think of it like talking to a friend. So yeah. that would be the best way and the best approach. Just like, um, just like anybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from the, you know, following that you have and the business that you've created for yourself, um, you know, that's obviously great things as well. So sometimes I think for me, that's what makes it a little bit nerve wracking when I'm talking to someone who's got such yeah. a kind of big influence and following out there on, on the social media platforms. Yeah, I totally um, get that. Honestly, that happens to me a lot. <laughs> and then cool. I, then um, I realize, so, like, these are all people like, why am I, why am I nervous? Like, there's nothing to be nervous about. <laughs> very true. Very true. It's, um, it's a strange one, isn't it? Like that social media sort of um, yeah. influence and portrayal of portrayal and then when you meet these people in real life you're like holy shit i'm meeting these people how am i with this person or whatever i feel so nervous i don't know what to say it's it's a mad game it is it is it's a mind game cool um so for those people that are tuning in obviously they might not know who you are um can you just tell me and those listening as well about your background and what you do absolutely um so i am uh, originally born and raised in argentina i came to the united states specifically to boca raton florida when i was 11 and um i've been here for about 25 years i'm 36 so you do the math <laughs> uh, and uh, i didn't get into what you're looking at in my Instagram and my other socials about until about a little bit over six years ago. And I started to get into the whole fitness scene and started to work out about over 10 years ago. Um, yeah, it's gotta be like, it's gotta be closer to like 12, 13 years when I started with CrossFit actually. And I just started to care about my body, about, you know, what I'm doing, uh, just wanted to start moving and being more conscious of what uh, foods I was eating and not just be, you know, eating random crap like ice cream and cookies and just random things that don't do anything good for you uh, in excess. Right. So. I started with that. It started to develop into figuring out what exactly I needed because I was going through actually a weird situation that I had no idea what was going on with my shoulder. And as you know, CrossFit is not a light activity. <laughs> so if you're not, um, if you're, if you're not very good with form and if you're not having a good instructor, you can really get messed up with CrossFit. I was going through some sort of shoulder situation where I would like lock up when I would do specific movements. So I, I modified everything and it wasn't CrossFit related. Later on, I found out that it was like, it had nothing to do with that. Um, and I, you know, managed to put it under control, but I stopped CrossFit. I went into the gym and started to, you know, see that 
I wanted to focus on different body parts and, you know, be, make sure that I take care of what the heck this was going on with my shoulder, my neck. And uh, I got into the whole, I wouldn't say bodybuilding scene because I've never uh, competed or wanted to compete, but the whole style of training, you know, that was my style of training that I stuck for years. And um, so that led me to meet my husband, Luis, and, you know, we kind of decided to start this online situation <laughs> that we didn't know at the time was going to progress into becoming a fitness online coach and provide programs and information and support for women who are just starting out their journey and wanting to make a you know serious change in their life like a serious life transformation like which is what i focus in today it's not just helping you eat healthy and you know train so that you have this amazing looking body but it's addressing the underlying issues that prevent you from having a serious healthy lifestyle which is uh whatever that means like having a stronger mindset having being more connected with yourself and actually making other changes in other aspects of your life like maybe your business your relationships it's kind of like a trickle down effect when you address your health your mentality your being you know so that's what i focus today <laughs> What, what sort of advice would you give for someone that's just starting like on that journey? So I'm sure it's kind of up and down and round and round. It's not just yeah. straight. Oh yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's crazy. Like I, I have been there and I know exactly what you're talking about. It's called the restart cycle, which I call, I tell everybody, you know, I've gone through so many cycles of start, stop, uh, fad diets. I've tried paleo diet. I've tried, you know, like everything you can think of that is out there. I have tried it. I, you know, tested different methods of training. Um, uh, I know now the only way to make changes is to find something that you truly enjoy doing. So whatever that means, it doesn't have to be specifically like bodybuilding style working out it can be any type of fitness whatever fitness it is that you enjoy and know that is going to be able to provide you the outcome that you want uh do that enjoy it find uh you know enjoyment in that and also understand that like you know, anything in life, there are certain things and aspects of it that you're not going to particularly love, but what you're going to love is the way that it makes you feel. So focus on that. And the most important part is actually to understand that this isn't an overnight process. And I know this sounds so cliche and I'm sure you, everybody's heard this before. Oh, it's, you know, you got to stay consistent and it's going to, you're, it's a lifestyle and all that it, it is, but what's important is to understand that you have to make those progressive 
changes that are not overwhelming and that you can manage day by day. So let's say we start today is my first absolute first day. I am a complete beginner. I've never set foot in the gym. I've never even cared about wanting to eat healthy. None of that. I'm going to tell you what are three things that you can change that morning for the rest of the week that are super simple and easy to change for you. For example, making your bed every morning and making sure you brush your teeth every single day and floss. I don't know, washing the dishes. Okay. Organizing, you know, something in the morning, right before you wake up, making, you know, things organized, drinking more water in the morning. Like you don't drink water at all. And you want to make sure that you start this cycle of health in the right way, drinking water, like these little minute changes will eventually snowball. They're going to allow you to make bigger changes through the day. And you're going to feel like such a huge reward when you when you start making these changes that you're going to want to just keep wanting more and more and more. And also uh, another important aspect would be to not dwell on the quote unquote failures. So let's say that you in the middle of the day, you just had a breakdown. You, you can't handle something because you're just having an anxiety over X, Y reason and not beating yourself up for that and understanding that tomorrow or even that same night, you can start over. You can start over and you can create these progressive changes in a unoverwhelming manner because everybody wants to do the whole diet, the whole training, everything, the whole overhaul in like the first week. And that's when the rebound effect starts. That's when you start binge eating when you or under eat like me, because I've never really had a problem with binge eating. My problem has always been eating enough and, and understanding that setbacks are just very a minor and normal, super normal part of the process. What you don't want to do is just stay stuck in that mode. You just want to keep moving forward. Oh, I fucked up. That's okay. Let's move on to the next and just next and just next and, and keep moving forward. Excuse me. (laughs) So underwhelming changes, progressive, don't get stuck in the failure, move forward and keep moving and just focus on all the positive things that you have in your life. Have you ever worked with anyone or had anyone that you feel they're not ready to make that change yet? Because I've, when I've worked in the PT industry previously, like I've met people and no matter how much advice you give them, motivation you can try and give them, the things that they need to change in their life, they just, it's like, oh no, this is too difficult. Oh no, I can't do it you know, those barriers are just constantly up. And for me, probably poor coaching from my part, but I was like, I can't deal with these people. Like, I want people that are ready to make change, not 
constantly put barriers and hurdles up yeah. in the way all the time. <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot of clients and even people who are so excited and they're just like, oh my God, I'm so excited, Valentina. Like, I can't believe I'm going to start this program with you. Um, even in in-person training sessions where they just like ghost on me. And, you know, this is like in the past and people who are clients of like, you know, girls who are uh, like reggaeton artists that I've met or, you know, what have you, people that are, you know, figures that you'd, you'd expect them to have discipline. And they just, they can't, they get, I don't know, they get shy, they get overwhelmed when they, when they fail one time, they, they ghost and because they're embarrassed. And what I would love for people to understand is that uh, me and my team have the patience to, you know, sort through all those situations and those moments that you go through because we've been there because we understand what that's like. We have been there and we're not perfect either. We're all human beings that make, um, we make some choices sometimes that are just not in the best interest of our goals and, and it's fine and it's okay. Um, we like to focus on having patience for those clients and letting them, you know, reaching out and, and talking to them, you know, letting them know, like, hey, it's okay, like, what's going on? Are you okay? And then letting them make that decision because you can't push anybody. Like, for you can't, for example, you can't heal people. Like, you can only focus on yourself and and show what you are capable of and what you want to promote and what you want to put out there, the energy that you want to uh, for people to receive. And you can only hope that people kind of see that and absorb that and feed into that so that they can really get inspired and, and, and decide like, you know what, I really need to make the change, but it really has to be an internal thing. And you can't, you can't be upset over those kind of people. It's, it's gotta be a personal choice and it's, and it's gotta come from that person. And, uh, there's only so much a coach can do, you know, we're not here to hound people. We're here to help people and guide them and show them like a plan that they could follow that is efficient and easy to read. And, you know, that fits exactly the kind of lifestyle that they want to embody and, you know, have, and that's it. And that's all you can do. Like you just be that fucking icon for them as much as you can. And um, it'll, it'll be, it'll be eventually they'll change their mind. They'll realize what they really want and they'll come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I think that hit the nail on the head really. Like it's kind of like, I can give you the tips to get out of bed at six o'clock in the morning, but yeah. I can't physically drag you out of bed by your your hair oh. or by your hand shower you put your clothes on you put you on a lead and yeah. take you for that run or that gym workout that has to be your part <laughs> however these are the tips that i can supply for you to be able to yeah. to do it basically yeah 100 and and a huge part of it also like i mentioned all these little things earlier 
But a huge part of it is the type of environment that you're surrounding yourself with, the people that you hang out with on a day-to-day basis and the people that you talk to are going to be the biggest influence for your life. And I tell people all the time, like, you got to get rid of people in your life, get rid of them. Um, I'm sorry. It's just, it sounds like so harsh, but I've done it and I've realized like, this is the kind of life that I want to build. And these people are just not, they're not flowing with me. They're not serving me in any way. Like I, I don't have, I don't have the mental capacity to deal with these, these people that are, you know, they just want to stay stuck in a different kind of mode than I am. So a huge part of that I see is that, um, it's hard for people to make change or want to make change because they're still stuck in that lifestyle that they had. And it's so easy to fall into like your old habits and ways. And it's, it's so okay to make a new circle. Like you don't have to, you don't have to feel bad for anything because you're the only thing that matters. Who is going to have your back in the end? You. You're the only one who is here supporting yourself. So why are you going to let other people influence that part of you, like that side of you and, and let you keep, you know, dragging you down constantly. Right. No, I agree. And I think it's um, a great idea, great idea, a great thing to do. Like you can try and elevate your circle to be on your level, but if they're not willing to, rise up to your standards for you know then they yeah. kind of need to be be let go be cut off and left where they are and then it'll be and, yeah i knew that person i, I was friends yeah. with them and, but also what the funny thing that happens is sometimes those people they see the spark in you and they they get inspired and they start wanting making changes you know it's crazy. Like if you stick with them and you think that, you know, these are the people that they're like family to me, like I can't get rid of them, then stick with them, but keep doing you and make sure that you're making progressive changes that are going to, you know, allow you to have that life that you want. And maybe, you know, they'll see, they'll see what you're doing is an amazing thing. And it's actually trickling in every single aspect of your life. Like, Oh, my business is improving. Like I'm better at my job. I'm getting that promotion. Uh, you know, my really, I'm getting a new relationship that I deserve. Um, I feel amazing. My self-worth is through the roof because I'm actually taking care of me and they'll see that. And, and if they don't, then, you know, there's something you can do about it. You can only take care of yourself. So what's the, um, story with you and you and Steffi then? We talk about like social circles and like, how did you guys meet and how's this blossom, for example? So I've so <laughs> ever since getting into the fitness industry, my friends, most of my friends have been made online. So like all my all my friends are, you know, I met them online. Um Steffi's very special to me. She is family. Um we met through the quarantine officially when um, COVID was, you know, going strong over here. Uh, 
I was doing live workouts every day to keep up the morale of people because everybody was going insane and I was going insane. So I was like, okay, I need to do these live workouts. It's going to keep me accountable. And, um, I had been like online friends with her for a little bit before that. And I, and I decided, I told Luis, I'm like, or he's, he mentioned, he's like, why don't you ask Steffi to do a live work? I'm like, she's not going to want to do that. Like she's fucking Steffi Cohen, like no way. And I texted her and she was like, yeah, let's do it, babe. And I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) I was like fangirling and, um, but she's so cool, dude. She's so down to earth. I see a lot of myself in her. When I met her, I was going through a lot of, you know, like um, I was going through an existential crisis <laughs> of my own. And she helped me a lot through that. I think we helped each other go, um, helped each other go through a lot of stuff that we were, I think everybody was dealing with something, you know, during COVID. And uh, we just became fast friends. Like she's like a sister. She is family love her. And, uh, and that's how we met. We met doing a officially a live workout on Instagram. (laughs) And they do say your, your vibe attracts your tribe, you know, so that's probably why you, you radiated and and now are such good friends. Um, Absolutely. No, she's, it's, it's like you, I, I stick with people that I really, it's a small circle for me. Like, I don't, I'm not like that. I have that many friends and I'm, I'm not like that. She, she does uh, have that kind of uh, attitude. She like makes a lot of friends all the time. And it's not that I don't like to make friends. It's just that it's just kind of like the whole cheetah vibe. Like how I explained to you off, off camera, uh, the icon of my, um, of my podcast, it's like, I feel like I'm kind of like a loner a lot of the time, but I'm also very good in groups and connecting and all of that. So, um, yeah, I have a select group of people who are very important to me that I keep, you know, close to my heart and she's one of them. <laughs> um, just taking it back a little bit on to sort of trying to get people through that journey in the fitness industry and, and just in life. Um, what keeps you disciplined? Cause I think that would be cool for people to know, like what keeps you on track yeah. and what keeps you motivated? Well, uh, I'm going to tell you the secret and you're going to be surprised. And that is just making small habits <laughs> every day. Uh, and you know, repetition and, you know, remembering the fact that you have this amazing goal in, in, in the grand scheme of things, like when you really do sit down and plan like a vision for yourself and you don't need to do some sort of grand, you know, essay or anything like that. It could be whatever you want. But when you really sit down and you think like, you know, this is what I want and what I want is to feel insanely good about myself and my self-worth as a human being. And, and that means, you know, X, Y, and Z for me. That means that I want to have an online coaching platform and affect as many people as I can through it. And 
I want to connect with people because I feel like human connection is essential. And, you know, that's how you grow with conversations like these. Um, yeah. And just, just really like cracking down on your why. Um, I think I just went off on a tangent here. <laughs> That's all right. No, it's fine. Honestly, uh, like, you, you're covering, covering it in and out. So it's fine. Like, obviously, like yeah. I said, the why is the reason for your, your discipline. I believe, <clears throat> like, and those little small habits that you've, you've made, yeah. you know, that haven't, you didn't just wake up and go, these are all the things that are going to change. And it happened. It's like little small steps on the process. You know, maybe it's drink a liter of water today. And then tomorrow it's a liter and a half to like slow progress yeah. rather than just it's, I'm going to change my whole life. I have to, I just got a, I just got, I remembered something. Um, <clears throat> a couple of years ago, I was having a lot of anxiety and I was having a really hard time just focusing on um, being present and actually enjoying what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. It was more of like, I was, I guess you could call it like an autopilot and just doing the work that I needed to get done, but I wasn't like here and connecting and like looking at people. And because of the anxiety that I had, it was so great that I wasn't, um, I wasn't experiencing the process and and it's like, yeah, I want that body. I want to work on that and I have that final goal in mind. But if you read any of those amazing books that talk about being in the now, like the power of now, if you can't figure out how to be here and have your feet planted into the earth and really listening to the person that you're talking to or focusing on the task at hand that you're doing, you're never going to enjoy anything and it's, everything's going to be so much harder for you to achieve. So, uh, I worked on a lot of that through a lot of my anxiety through, you know, different methods. And I can finally tell you that today I am, <clears throat> I am here and I am like experiencing life and I'm going through the process and I'm enjoying even the little failures that come my way because now I see them as challenges and I see them as part of the process of part of the learning curve. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's a, it's, it's really hard for people to understand that and grasp that and feel that. But once you do everything just fucking changes, it's a game changer. Yeah. I mean, I, I can kind of um, touch on that to an extent with things like people are always rushing to do the next thing it's like oh, i just need to get this work i just need to get this workout done yeah. i just need to finish yeah. work so i can get home you know and it's like how about yeah. do a job that you enjoy so when you're at work you're there in that moment not thinking i wish these eight hours of the day just disappeared so i could then be at home it's like it's not really a healthy way to live in my opinion you know you're like wishing oh my time God, no. away <laughs> no it's not and you know let me let me just, you know, break it to anyone who thinks that that's, you know, one, if you think that when you finally achieve that goal that you have, you're going to be set and happy, not going to happen. 
it's going to continue happening. And it's not, you're going to realize that it's not really about achieving that thing. Cause you're, you're not going to be satisfied ever that way. Um, the only way that you can be satisfied in life is to actually be awake, like opening your eyes and being here and just, wow. Like, you know, cooking your food with, you know, intention, um, putting, you know, love into it. Um, stuff that goes into your body, feeling that workout, feeling the pain and understanding that suffering is only suffering if you look at it in that manner. Um, trauma is trauma. And you can either look at it in a way that is going to destroy your life, or you can actually take it as what it is, a situation that happened that taught you a few things and you experience life. And, um, and I feel like that's the, that's the huge key here, a huge takeaway. And this is why I feel like I don't really just sell coaching programs and fitness programs. I sell a way of, you know, experiencing life, a, a new way to really experience life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, um, a good saying I like as well, um, touching on life and experiencing and like ups and downs and that is like, life is like a heartbeat, it's up and down. And if it's flat, you're dead. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, that's the way I look at it. I think at the end of the day, life is this up, down, up, down, just like that heart beating. Um, but yeah. when it's flat, it's probably, you know, I find for me when I'm in my flat moments, that's when I'm on autopilot. And it's actually when I'm experiencing or allowing myself to experience those happy moments and those shit moments as well. Cause I think yeah. they're just as important to feel yeah. them and experience them before. So then we can get that growth from there to move forward. I think that those things we do need to experience if it's just flat, it's just, there's nothing going on. You know, we're, we're dead. We're just floating through life and existence to yeah. an extent. I've definitely, I've realized that those are very important moments to have the, you know, the quote unquote shit moments, the ones that you just feel like you can't breathe and you can't get out of those moments. But those, those have really helped me see things into a different perspective. If, if you don't leave, if you don't stay stuck in that moment. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's be very clear about that because we can also go through all those shit moments and get stuck in those moments and then just never come out of that hole. So if you can really try to do that, you know, get that 1% up and, and just get out of that moment just for one second and like step out of it and realize like I can do this and you'll, you'll just, it's going to change your life. The way that you see everything, the way that you look at things into, and you're going to put everything into a different context. So. Yeah. I like to call those people, the why me people, you know, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. why me? Yeah, yeah. Why me? Why is, why is this happening to me? Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, because it is and you need to fucking deal with it and you need to move forward and you need to start thinking more positively yeah. and doing more positive things. And that will generate some momentum, you know, in your life that will hopefully bring you more positivity. Life is um, a it's like a. It's. It's like you're making choices every day. 
So what choice are you going to make? You're going to take the red pill. You're going to take the blue pill. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever choices that you make is going to lead you to the outcome, the outcome that you desire the most. And it's up to you to make those choices. So it's not happening to you. It's not happening at you. It's not the world is against you. You are making choices, period. No, I fully agree with that. Um, Obviously, even the things that we are out of our control, how we react to them is, again, a choice, right? And we do that. The ownership sits on us as individuals to play our part in, in the game of life, I guess. Yeah, for sure. But I also want to say, I'm not this perfect human being where I've gone through a hard shit and it's like, oh, I came out of it with flying colors. No, I went through, I went through some tough moments. I've, I've gone through depression. I've gone through days where I just couldn't get out of bed and I just didn't like, I, you know, so I was like, what is the meaning of life? Why is that? Why do why do I even bother with this? Like I've been in those places. Um, so it's, it's not to say that, you know, I have it easier than anybody else, you know, it's just, I've learned a lot and have, you know, racked up a little bit of experience and, I just want to share that so that people don't make the same mistakes or at least are prepared for when those things happen. And they kind of remember like, Oh no, because this person said that, like, no, I gotta, I gotta move. Like it could just be like one sentence that changes someone's life. Honestly, makes a huge difference. Yeah. No, again, fully agree. Like I've, I remember a long time ago, I put out like a, video of myself talking about like anxiety and depression because obviously like I've suffered with that as well and people yeah. were like no man like, really you like you've suffered with that I never would have guessed blah 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 and I was just like yeah like people suffer with this shit but we have to keep like moving and like find that inspiration from somewhere or seek medical help obviously if you feel that you need it um and then go from there and then try and put some habits in place that are more positive that are going to help you feel good about yourself rather than doing the negative shit that may yeah you know leave you in bed for for a few days or whatever or just self-reflect you know i have those moments still where i think what's the point in life like you know what the fuck does this all mean but at the end of the day (laughs) they are just thoughts you know what i mean and we just have to crack on and enjoy the journey yeah uh, we think too much, honestly, <laughs> we think way too much. We overthink everything. We make everything so much harder than we real than it really needs to be, honestly. And once you can also recognize that, you know, and stop overthinking every little thing in your life and start just making choices. Oh God, things get so much easier to handle so much easier. Hmm. Um, off on a different tangent uh, yes. what would you say is your favorite workout like one oh, that you know you can do I, and then okay and then makes you feel yeah, good but, do you know what I mean so you do it and you're like yes this, this is a guaranteed good feeling for me I don't like this question because I feel like there's so many things that I enjoy doing but I do have to say that my staple, my go-to workout is, you know, just destroy 
a leg day, just go ham. And I, and I love actually being coached by someone who's going to push me um, because coaches also need to need coaches. Um, and I, I love being in that setting where I am with someone just being in my ear and telling me like, come on, you can do uh, more and, and destroy a leg day and just like come out of it, uh, just exhausted. Like I want to puke. And that's, that's an amazing feeling for me. <laughs> Have you ever tried to run off the leg day? To do what? Run. Like go to for run a run, a, day. To run yeah. on a leg day. Um, maybe I'm it because after after I've destroyed my legs, if I try and run, I cannot run. I, I'm all over well, the place, like jelly legs. I don't think I've run. Maybe not on a leg day, but I've ran the day after a leg day, and that is worse, in my opinion. Uh, when I was dabbling with, um, when I was having my existential crisis and I was dabbling into like changing my entire way of training, I was thinking about, um, you know, changing like, uh, to triathlon training. So I was doing, you know, the whole bike, uh, swim, bike, run situation, but I still, I didn't want to, you know, disappear completely uh yeah so i've done i've done leg days and then the next day you go for a run or you, you go for a ride and it's just not a good idea <laughs> it's like if you like bricks yeah like your um, legs feel like bricks they, that that's the best way i can describe it like if i try and walk up the stairs you there if, yeah hello are we back? I don't know. We we might have lost you. There, there you are. Yeah, I think we had a little internet problem. You froze. I might have froze on your end. I don't know. But yeah, I yes. agree. I agree. My legs feel like bricks after, and they're so heavy and sore. And like if someone just comes up and pokes my leg, I'm just like, oh, stop. <laughs> Agony. Yeah, it's not recommended. <laughs> it's not recommended to go running after leg day for sure, especially if you're trying to build. You know. Uh, you need to let those puppies rest those meat rockets rest what um like would you say are your like personal top three favorite glute exercises oh my god i also dislike this question because uh i get this asked all the time like val what what do i what is the number one glute exercise that I need to do. And I tell everybody the answer is all of them. You need to do all of them. But if you're going to ask me what my favorites are, I'll tell you off the top of my head, Bulgarian squats, hand down, destroy me. Especially when you're, when you're trying to focus on, you know, your glutes, if you incline a little bit forward and you don't have a super staggered stance. And also if you use like a little bit of elevation so you can get more range and heavy. Oh my God. They, those are, they destroy my legs. I also love lunges a lot. 
Um, and I also like hip thrusts, any hip thrust variation. And honestly, this is going to be relative for everybody. Like this is, these are the three exercises and not just the only ones that I love, but these are three exercises that work for me very well that are off the top of my head. So what I'm going to tell people is there's going to be some moves. I'm sorry. The dog is, the dog is barking. I don't know if you can hear it. Um, yeah, there's going to be, be some moves that you're going to have to feel out and you're going to have to, you know, say to yourself, like, is this really effective for me? Like, am I getting anything out of this or, you know, what can I, what, how can I adjust this to, to make this more effective for me? So sometimes there's, there's a lot of guesswork in when, in when you're training and when you're trying to figure out like what works best for your body. Right. Yeah, which is like touching on an example I can use. I did um, barbell lunges and this guy from the gym, he was like, just put your knees just out slightly, like, because it'll activate a little bit more. So I, I was like, yeah, all right, I'll try it. Because I could never feel it, always in my quads, never in my glutes. Did mm. that one thing and I did six reps. That's it, six reps. And honestly, my ass, it looked like I was twerking. Like it was just, it just activated. <laughs> And it was just spasming like that. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like, what is going on here? Like, this is absolute pain. But it also felt so good, like, because uh, I haven't activated those muscles for such a long time. Uh, right. Because I'm really tight around my hips and I struggle with, like, glute stimulation. But when they when they fired up, that was it. I was just like, oh, God, this feels horrible, but kind of pleasurable <laughs> at the same time. Exactly. It feels horrible when you're doing it. And I want I've cried so many times. I've cried in so many, so many workouts, but, oh man, you just push through because you know, that's going to be, you know, so effective. Just push through. Love yeah. that. Do you find, or do you think that you're easy to coach or difficult to coach? Like what coaching style works for you? So do you like someone that's kind of, up in your grill going come on do one more let's go let's go or do you like a bit more of a calm approach and they're like yeah, no a few more reps uh -uh, no 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 no. that's not work for me do not be calm uh i don't like you yelling at me like there's a specific kind of quote-unquote yelling it's more like pushing someone and uh it's kind of like you're cheerleading them and man, my, my last coach that I'm not currently, I'm actually think I'm going to see him this weekend for a leg, for a leg workout. Um, he was perfect for me. Uh, I love the fact that he would, um, place his hands and push me and like, you know, we live in South Florida, everybody's Hispanic here. So we're very touchy feely kind of people. And I, and I, I've seen a lot of people when I've posted me and my, my coach, uh, like, you know, oh, he's getting so touchy feely. No, like I need that. I need someone to like literally like support me and be there right in my ear and be like, you can do this. Keep fucking going. Don't fucking stop. Stop. No, like, come on, let's go. Let's go. 
but not in the sense that they're like yelling, like, come on, like, you know, the, the typical yeah, yeah. bodybuilder type that everybody has in mind when, when they're, they're thinking of that, like, no, that's gone a little too far. I'm talking about support and push and cheerleading and, you know, just enough, you know, loudness <laughs> next yeah. to you. On the, um, for me, it's a little, probably a little bit different, but I'm, I'll, I'll talk to myself sometimes when I'm in the gym training, but if someone's training with me, I, I'm like, just to like abuse me. Do you know what I mean? Like if, with, with just like <laughs> your shit, your shit, you need to lift this weight. Like, and if you don't lift it, your shit. And I'm like, okay. And then for some reason, like as I'm lifting, they're just saying stuff, you know, like giving me abuse. Oh my God. <laughs> and then it comes up and I'm like, yes, I'm so happy that it happened. If I fail at something, I'm like, my language to myself is awful because i'm literally like how can oh I not man that's brutal yeah i'm not on yeah. that level um but i get it i totally get it i, understand I, know, I just find i find that for me like i don't i don't know i don't mind that like praise praise yelling do you know what i mean like you've got this let's go let's go yeah i don't mind that either and that does work sometimes, but if I'm going to go lift heavy for me, I need some, some abuse. Like I said to myself the other day, I had like a bit of weight on the bench press and I was like, if I don't do this for three reps, I'm a yeah. piece of shit and I'm going home. You know, that was it. That was my mentality. I was like, if I don't do this, I'm a piece of shit. I'm going home. And then I got it <laughs> and I was like, right, let's get this workout going. You know, I was happy. So that's my, my like, best way to coach. Um, yeah, I I don't want to make it sound like it's like frou-frou, like coaching style that I'm into. I actually wish uh, everybody could hear my my coach coaching me. Um, it's very specific. He's very patient. He's very like pushy. Like he doesn't let you off the hook at all. Uh, when when you start crying, like he doesn't let you off the hook. He says, come on, let's go. Like it's like that. It's It's just pushing. It's someone that is pushing me to my absolute limits you know what i mean mm. yeah i mean funnily enough like that's similar to pretty much my coaching yeah. style when i've when i've coached people i'm just like i don't i don't care like if you're upset whatever like we've still got sets to do get out of your system and we're going like let's go let's lift let's get it going like that's at the back of your head now let's let's keep cracking on you can do it kind of that's my own personal yeah. coaching style or used to be anyways because obviously i don't coach anymore so yeah um how do you relax and unwind as well because i think obviously where you've got so many things going on i think it's probably quite important to also understand that you need to relax and unwind yeah it's hard it's been it's been a roller coaster with the whole relaxing and it, it only it's only been i've only been successful now to be able to relax uh, since I've dealt with all the anxiety, all the pent up anxiety that I had, I mean, it was bad. Like I would go on vacations and I was not there. And, uh, I like to just go to, the, I love the beach. You know, I live here in, in Miami and the beach is 15 minutes away, 10 minutes away. Um, I love being in nature. Um, so if I can even just go for a walk and get out of here and just walk through, the forest that this place is because I live in the grove. Um, that's even enough for me, but unwinding is literally like 
you know, your lazy Sunday and doing nothing, um, even reading, um, and just going out for food. I love food. <sighs> nothing insane. Uh, sometimes we'll go on a boat. We have that option. Thank God. But I feel like it's mostly what I love the most is like being out in nature and also just being a complete potato. <laughs> the two simplest things, right? Like just to walk out yeah. and, and around wildlife. Do you go like with someone like, or do you go just on your own? Is it, or does it just change depending on how you feel? Me? Oh my God. So I have... I need alone time. I get to a point where if I start hanging out with a lot of people all the time, constantly, like I, I'm drained. I love being by myself. So I need both. I really need that human connection. I need that, you know, you know, to check in with my people. But I do enjoy so much um, being just not talking. I feel like sometimes I get exhausted to just, uh, to talk too much <laughs> and I just want to like shut it. And I just want to like, not have to, you know, worry about making people like, you know, have a good time or, or just having to talk. <laughs> it sounds so weird. <laughs> no, no, like, I, I can relate. Like you not need to having charge to talk. batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are your future plans? What's going on there? Like, what have you got in store well, over the next? I'm making, so? yeah, big plans. I'm making big changes right now within my platform because if you go on my website right now, it's we have a, it's like a dinosaur. Um, we're changing things behind camera. It's been taking a while because we've had a lot of uh, things happen. Uh, that impeded us from, that prevented us from finishing uh, some projects. So things are like a little bit snail pace, but it's, it's going to happen very soon that I'm going to be offering membership. And I'm very excited about that because my current, uh, what I currently uh, offer is, is great. Like we have different plans. We have co uh, personalized coaching, which you get uh, full training uh, either for eight weeks, whatever you choose a full training program created for you, as well as a complete customized nutrition program that is based on your lifestyle. So it's things that you actually like to eat. We fit, you know, this plan is molded into what you want your life to be like, how you want to, you know, change your aesthetic body and how you want to feel. And we, we kind of appease to you. We work with that. So we have that plan. And then we also have, um, we've done a lot of challenges. So we, we are not doing challenges anymore because we want people to have something more consistent and challenges. There's like a lag sometimes between programs. Uh, so that's why we're doing the membership option. That's why we're working on that. But we also uh, have available set programs. We have a lot of eBooks available and amazing, amazing programs that we've written with my team uh, that are going to be very effective and extremely affordable. 
But what I really wanted, wanted to create is that very consistent membership-based program that you can just, if you don't even want nutrition and you don't want to pay for that, you can at least have a training program month to month. It doesn't stop. You are never going to, you know, have that lag in between with anything. And it's going to be so affordable. Um, and we're also going to work uh, on the nutrition aspect where that's also a more affordable, but there's just, there's so many things I want to be able to create a platform where I am, I am creating a platform that is accessible to everybody. And that is affordable because of, you know, all the stuff that we've gone through in the past couple of years, uh, you know, people are not able to afford in other countries. And I want that not everybody can afford a, you know, $200 program custom, you know, some people really want that, but it's just not, it's not something that they can afford. So I, I really want to make sure that they can get my program that actually works. That is, you know, it is essentially a custom program, but is, is create, it's created in a manner that is just easy and accessible. Hmm. Is that coming in a, an app format as well? Or will it all be through your website? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm in literally the middle of talks to develop things and to hopefully knock on wood uh, app format, because I think that's the future. I think that's, you know, efficient and what everybody wants. And it's just, it's just much easier. It's more convenient. So it, it, there's a lot of moving parts that people don't understand behind the process. And that's why it's taking so long and making decisions, the right decisions, because I have a problem where I always want to be right by my clients and the people that start following me and my, you know, way of coaching. Uh, I, I really care. I care so much. And I want to make sure that what I'm putting out is something that I truly believe in. So it's taking a little bit <laughs> to create. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen any, um, last time I spoke to Steffi, she said that obviously she's got her sort of app, I believe now. And, um, she had like made like her previous app before then went down the drain. She was like in the process of it. And it all, like, obviously, like I said, I don't know the ins and outs behind the scenes and all that stuff, but yeah, I just thought that if she's, created one that may be good for advice for you and how oh I've, i'm getting all of the advice um i'm getting all of the advice from her <clears throat> she has they have their app and um that's what's going on right now i'm 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 so close with them uh with Steffi and hayden that um a, the advice that they're giving me is being put into work so mm. lovely <laughs> So um, things are cool. excited. Yeah. Where can people obviously find you if they want to find you? Um, and when will your web uh, when will your website be back and ready roughly? I have my so involved? my current my current website is up, like that's not being taken down. It's fitbyvalin.com. And you know, I'm on I'm on social as Valentina Lacut on Instagram, on YouTube. Um, I have the podcast, The Feral Awakening, that is you know going to be get picked up once I fine tune you know everything. 
Um, but yeah, it's my handle for everything. I'm on TikTok too. Like I, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a process right now where things are changing a lot in my personal and business life. So it looks like there's like a little bit of lag with content, but things are moving. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'll um, pop all that stuff down in the description of the YouTube video. So if people do want to click on it, they can do. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add at all? Or are you happy or anything you want to fire away with? No, I think we covered like a lot. This is great. Yeah. This has been a great conversation. It's been, uh, you know, very important advices where, you know, we've talked about things that I hope people can really take into consideration all the things that I said about habits and, and, you know, not getting stuck and, and all of those, those things are so important for the life process. This isn't just we're working out and eating healthy. This is our life. We are creating an experience that we want to have. And we need to find, we need to find the passions, what drives us, you know, and also understand that there's going to be things along the way that are not going to be so fun and things are not going to be just perfect all the time and to just enjoy that too. And that's, that's my last two cents. <laughs> yeah, no, I really appreciate your time. Um, what I'll do is I'll end the recording and just talk to you off camera if that's fine with you for a couple of minutes amazing yeah yeah well thank you for coming on appreciate it oh, thank you so much for having me jb thank you